Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Real Talk. Today, I have a co-author from Humanize Your Business, Stephen Pansanelli. He, I had actually two episodes ago, I had uh, Ethan Butte, who was also his, uh, uh, he was his partner in authoring this book where I ran into, as I said, I, I'll tell a little story. I ran into them both in LAX going on a little vacation right before the pandemic. And it's amazing where I am today. And today I'm very fortunate to have us have him on our show, The Real Talk. Steven, how are you? I'm good, Rob. How are you? So excited to be on the show and looking forward to the conversation. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Just like a little intro I said about me. As I said, I ran into both you and uh, Ethan in the airport. <laughs> they didn't know I ran into your book. And it did really revolutionize uh, or and also solidified my mindset in the direction I was going with video. And really, and it was basically, it's a playbook. As anybody doesn't know, Rehumanize Your Business, it's available anywhere, Amazon, you can go, I bought a lot of copies for my staff on Amazon. Um, and it airports. Really, airports, <laughs> anywhere, you know, it, it's there, you know, and uh, it's this, I mean, honestly, the 101, really in depth of what where we've come from and uh, where we were and where we are, you know, past, present, future of all that of digitalization and connecting, especially pandemic how do we switch how do we pivot so uh but yeah i love to get into all this and before we start i just wanted to start with you steven how are you in i guess for the audience uh can you give a little background where you came from how you got here and the cmo of bomb bomb yeah a little bit of background uh live in pa i grew up in pa moved to jersey for a while then went back to pa and uh and immediately after college got got a job and uh it was real estate technology so always been in the technology space uh, but we focused on real estate technology, CRM tools uh, back then and uh, made the transition really from focusing on technology and selling tools to kind of training people uh, and training real estate agents back in the yeah, around 2008 to 2012 timeframe or so, 2014 actually. Uh, training real estate agents on how to use different technology tools before I came over to BombBomb. And, and as a trainer and going around the country with a sales team and getting on stage and talking about how people can use technology, that's when I stumbled upon video messaging myself. And we would have a 48-city tour and we would sell tons of products when we were in front of people. And then we would leave and it was hard for us to, to sell products to the people that came to the event two months ago or one month ago. And we were trying to generate leads in other ways through Facebook ads. And we weren't just, weren't closing those leads. And so it's like, oh, maybe we should try video out. And my team tried video, a little eight person sales and marketing team. Uh, and we made every mistake in the book. We sent marketing videos out and product demos out to try to sell our product. And nobody responded to that. And it wasn't until we stumbled upon just sending videos as a real human being and connecting with people and saying, hey, Rob, you came to our event two months ago. Did you implement the, the two-step strategy that we talked about? Just wanted to follow up with you. And when we started sending videos like that, people started responding and then we started selling products. And it was like, wow, that was a revelation. <laughs> and so that was my background and how I got started you know, with, with video messaging. And then BombBomb sponsored the tour and they were like, hey, do you just want to Come on over as our CMO. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, as I say, it's it's as I said, 
we, we all start from somewhere and it just evolves and the world changes. And it's funny as I, as people know out there, you know, I also, as I said, I nerded out, geek out, research everybody I talk to. And, you know, um, I was also, I'm a fan of Tom Ferry and I found a video of you with Tom Ferry. And as you know, Tom Ferry is a leader in his, in, in, in his space, in the real estate market space. He's a leader, keynote thought leader, high energy, just motivational. I mean, and I'm in a complete different industry, but I, yeah. I still think him as, as a leader because as salespeople, we're all salespeople. And then the day it's like, we need to get some coaching and little videos, little motivation. And uh, it's great from that. And that's where I saw you guys do a video with bomb bomb back in what 2017, I think 18, you guys did this video. I'm like, Whoa, wow. I'm like, this is years ago. And when did bomb bomb officially begin? When was the, when was it started? 2006, but okay, it, it wow. wasn't the way that it looks today, more or less, until 2011. Because if you go back to 2006, there was no camera on any phones in 2006. The iPhone didn't even exist. And so the product was totally different. The founder actually recorded the video, went out to the person's place, recorded the video, and then they would send it out through an email, which obviously we don't, we don't do that anymore. Um, and it flipped in 2011. And that's when I found it. That's when I purchased it, you know, to help with with my business. Uh, and then it's just evolved ever, you know, ever since. Well, yeah, I mean, um, for, can I just get a little background for the audience a little bit about exactly uh, what is Bomb Bomb? I mean, I think we've been talking back and forth. Let's, let's yeah. dig into it. What is Bomb Bomb and, you know, how it started and then what it is today and how you, how, how are your users using the technology? Yeah, so BombBomb helps you break through the digital noise. And, and I'll, I'll describe what BombBomb is through a, through a story. 20 years ago, when you would check your email, you were ecstatic when you got three new email messages or 25 years ago. Like, that's a, a AOL days, you've got mail. I mean, they made movies about getting email. They made movies about it. People loved it. You checked your email and it was, you got three messages and it was from three people that you knew. And you responded to all three messages that you just received, like it was exciting. And then marketers took over and ruined it, right? Because now we're just inundated with noise, with digital pollution, with junk, with spam, with automations, with robots. And now when you check your email, you're not excited to check your email. You are certainly not responding to most email that you receive. And we, we become conditioned to ignore mistrust and, and really misunderstand the messages that are coming in our inbox because people are trying to fake us out and pretend that it's from an individual person, pretend sincerity. And so what BombBomb does is it helps you break through all that digital noise with a real personal human to human message. And so Rob, if I were to send you a video, I would send you a video and I would it says Bob, so it was the last one I sent. Uh, but but I would send you a video and I would say, hi, Rob, right here on my board and hold it up. And when you saw that in your email inbox, it, it would convey to you one thing, that this is a video message. This is from a real person. It's a real message. It's not an automation. It's not a bot. I just broke through and I just got a face-to-face -face meeting with you digitally. And so it solves the problem of being ignored, mistrusted, misunderstood, and we give you a simple solution to record, send, and track video messages. Yes, that's it. That's, I mean, I can say myself, um, I've been using Bomb Bomb. Actually, recently, I've been getting much more into it um, and really getting into, because video for, for myself started over a year ago of trying to 
vlog my because I, I mean i'm in electronics industry a lot of our business in asia and a lot yeah. of our friends said hey why don't you just vlog or take videos of you traveling and visiting your customers you can use it for marketing it's like what you do going to factories and going to these these exotic places from india or china vietnam and just you know do little clips i think it'll work and which was interesting is one of my friends is in the real estate or the mortgage business and that started i think as yourself many years ago that mm -hmm. video started but in the electronics industry um, or where a lot of uh, my viewers and a lot of people are, it's in the distribution. We are distribution of all the components, the hardware. And it's not as, as I just say, sometimes as sexy as the software, but we are the foundation, to the, the hardware, the software yeah. really too. So, but we're like, how can I break um, the norms? And um, at the end of the day, we want to prospect, right? How can I touch more people? How can I get that human? Just like you said, create a little video instead of on LinkedIn or wherever, email, instead of just trying to be a, a robot and send a text message, why don't you just, personalize it with the person's name and send it out there. And I love how you explain that. It, it's so, for me, if I got that from you, I would say this person took the time mm -hmm. to take 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes out of a day to think about me, write my name or whatever it is. And you know what? I might give that person five minutes of my time to just talk to me and whatever, whatever they want to discuss. Doesn't mean it's going to be a success or not, but at the end of the day is we're looking for a more opportunity, right? Is that, as I say, that's your bomb bomb is really is to create more opportunity, correct? Right. Yeah. Sales are built off of relationships. If you don't have a relationship, you're not going to get the sale. And so starting that relationship and in general, people buy from from salespeople. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they just don't buy the company. They buy from the individual. Do they trust the individual? And how are you supposed to convey trust with black text on a white screen? My text looks the same as your text. It's the same as the person down the road. You know, their text, all the text looks the same. And all of the magic of human communication is now removed. And, and when we went to messaging, text-based messaging, text-based text messages, text-based social messaging, et cetera, we removed the messenger from the message, but no one believes the message unless they know who the messenger is. You need to have a firm understanding of who is delivering the content to believe the content that's coming. And as a human being, we make instant assessments on if people are trustworthy or not, if we like them, if we dislike them, et cetera. And if you're not giving someone the ability to make that assessment because they can't see you, they can't hear you, they can't listen to your passion, hear your tone, um, then you're you're going to be missing out on on potential business. You know, we've we've we know how important Zoom is. We know how important WebEx or any synchronous channel, especially with COVID, because we had to replace face to face meetings with something. And it's a decent replacement, right? You'd rather be there in person. Being in person is the ultimate. But time and distance and technology, you know, sometimes can keep you apart from, from being in person or time and distance can keep you apart. So then we did synchronous meetings. Synchronous meetings are, are, are pretty good. Your Zooms, your WebExes, not quite in person, right? But you could still see and hear and body language. It's still rich. But then after those two, it's like... Way down here with text-based communication. Now we just removed all that nuance. Maybe picking up the phone is somewhere, well, it's not maybe, it is somewhere in the middle there because at least you can hear tone. But text-based communication is not human. It's not what we're built to really understand. Text-based communication in general isn't even that old compared to, to humans on this planet. It's still brand new. It's not, it's not part of our DNA to communicate well through text yet. And that's where 
video messaging bridges that gap. You don't have to regulate yourself to black text on a white screen if you can't get face-to-face -face and you can't get a synchronous meeting. Yeah, uh, I mean, for that, as you say, I think the, um, the census of age where we are, I mean, a lot of things for us is the data that you have right now, you guys probably have a lot of data. You guys mm -hmm. try to fit a lot of stuff, especially at BombBomb. What have you seen in the last, say, five years with the data of the usage of video and the ways people use like a drop-in, as in saying drop-in video? Is, is it usually email format? Is it in a, as I say, a private message? Mm -hmm. Where do you see that's the most used? And also, as everyone wants to know, where can they get the most conversion rate? At the end of the day, it's connect, but everybody wants to hear the conversion rate. But really, how much from that too, is that's one part of it. And the second part is like, how much of a percentage of increase do you see from video than from text from the lot of that yeah you know it's it's funny every year for the past i don't know how many years i said to myself and ethan and i said to each other this is it this is going to be the year that that video takes off. everyone's going to be doing it and again not not video as a gimmick as just a way to get attention from someone but using video as a better way to communicate, not just to sell a product, but to follow up with a prospect, to talk to a customer, to send a video to a colleague and a message to a colleague to explain a complex topic, not just in the sales process, but as a everyday tool to communicate, video messaging mm -hmm. to communicate when you can't be there face-to-face -face or you can't get a synchronous meeting. And every year we say like, this is the year it's gonna blow up. This is the year it's gonna happen. And every year it just happens a lot slower yeah, then, then we think, and so there's still, the funny thing, it, this isn't the reason to use video, but it's still not widely accepted enough that when I send people videos, I get responses like, oh my God, that was amazing. It's so like, cause they haven't received it yet. So there's still a novelty, but even after the novelty goes away and hopefully 2021 or 22, it will come down to the person, the message that they're delivering. And hey, this is just like, an option of picking up the phone or sending a text-based message or a synchronous communication or a LinkedIn message. And so in terms of a, you know, adoption and people using it, I would still say it's on the, in the very early stages, extremely early. Like if you had decided to use video today and send it out, you could be terrible at sending out video messages and you're gonna get great responses because it's still novel. Yes, I so that, 100 that's agree. one question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah. agree with that. Let, let, before we go to the part two of the data side, I 100% agree with that. At the end of the day, is too, nobody's perfect. We always say to put in the reps. You know, we have to practice messaging because the camera for people probably listening, the camera, hey, I, I, I felt you guys. I get a little nervous too. You might be a great presenter with people, but you put a camera in your face and all of a sudden you forget because it's just you're focused on one thing. So it, the more practice we do, just like anything in the world, being a professional sport, anything we do, we need to practice. So that's why I always tell people out there that you're never going to be a superstar. And at the day, as I said, just pick up the phone and just start talking, you know, and, you know, and through it. And that really helps um, understand that. And it add to that. It's like you might not have a perfect video, even a message, but the person is just so impressed that you took the time, send them a video and they loved it. So, so there's a great tip in that comment that you just made right there, Rob. There's two ways to look at it. If you are thinking about adding video messaging you know, into your communication stack to, to whether use it to sell 
new customers or clients, whether you're going to use it to prospect, whether you're going to use it to communicate with, you know, with employees, et cetera. If you're thinking about doing it and you're new to it, there's an interesting um, turn in your video life cycle. When you first start using video, don't watch your videos back. Never watch your videos back. Record your videos and send it out. Send it out to, to people that you know to start, and then you can start trying it out with prospects and, and cold leads and uh, et cetera. And then once you get some wins, once you decide for yourself that, wow, you know, I sent out 30 videos or 20 videos over the past couple of weeks, whatever that number is, and you're like, I see that this is a beneficial part of my business and I'm going to do this forever, then start watching your videos and critiquing your ability. Because there's it's a weird like dichotomy there where if you watch your videos in the beginning, you're gonna be terrible and you're gonna say, I am terrible and you're not gonna send more videos and it's only it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. You are going to, you're going to limit yourself for the, with your self-limiting beliefs that you know, you're not good and you can't do it and you shouldn't send that out but you will be successful even if you're bad. Now, once you realize that you're successful and you are bad, then you can work on the, the components of what makes a great video message. How do I intro it? How long should it be? What should the middle contain? Are there any frameworks that I should be using? How often should I smile? How should I end my, there's so, there's so much nuance and tactical elements that go along with it that you need to watch it and continue to develop. I could not agree more with you. That's a great tips for people listening. That's exactly, I used to watch my bat and I always like, it was the biggest mistake I made. I think just like you said, put in the reps, get some content and then start curating because you will, you will stop before you even really start. If you start yeah. yourself. Yeah. Really you're not going to be good at it. Yeah, you, exactly. you, you don't start skiing on a black diamond. <laughs> yeah. So now moving forward to the data. Uh, I think the data, I mean, the data is so powerful. So really in the data, what have you seen and what has gone back for the last, you know, the years that you've been um, putting, you know, collecting it all? Yeah. So we have anecdotal data that says our customers uh, get almost a, a more than double conversion rate by using videos in it. We have more specific data. One of the largest um, franchisers, franchisees, franchisees. Franchisers. Franchise sales. Let's go there. Uh, one of the largest franchise sales companies uh, in the world in the world was using video to confirm appointments. And so a franchise sale is a massive sale, right? So every extra appointment that you have, it is a lot of potential extra money in your pocket for the company and for the sales rep. And so they were getting a 56%, a 56% um, appointment kept rate. So almost like a little over half. When they started sending a video out and there's actually a process, there's a framework to this video here too that we can go over if you would like. But when they started sending the video videos out confirming the appointment and they were afraid at first, they were like, we don't want to send this out. We only get half of our appointments, 56% of our appointments actually keep. Sending a video out is just going to remind them or give them an opportunity to say, you know what, I, I, I don't want this. I don't want this meeting. I don't want to continue. So we pushed, got it to go through. They started incorporating video into their messaging. And that went from 56% to 72%. Wow. Wow. So what a difference. So what is that? It's 16 points, right? A, a 16 point difference 
and appointments kept. And they simply used a, a format or a, uh, a framework that went like this. In the Keep the video short. Send it out in the beginning of the video. You connect with that person. So chances are, you know, they were on the phone with them ahead of time. You know, before this was before the COVID days. So they were fly, they were flying out. You know, it was a it was a big event. They were flying out. But even if it was a uh, um, asynchronous uh, Zoom meeting, et cetera, this would work too. So, you know, if you talked to them on the phone and you had specific or personal information that you uncovered in that discovery call. That's what you start your video with. So the first part is connect. So I would say, hey, Rob, you know, hopefully the, the work that they're doing on your house is finally finished and you can get some peace and quiet. You know, just yeah. an example off the top of my head, not might not be a good example, but <laughs> something to show. The point is show that you are listening. It could be business related. It could be personally related. Repeat back something that shows them that you listened in the previous conversation. That's one out of the three step process. Step two is. Remind them, of course, that the meeting is coming up. Hey, hope everything went well with the work you were doing on your home. I uh, just want to remind you that we have you know, our meeting coming up next Thursday. You can get all the details below. Type the details out so they can easily reference and see that. You don't need to say it. Just remind them. And here's the important part, Rob. This is, what, this is the crucial component. This is my favorite part of the framework. The third section is show them how much work you've already done in preparation for the meeting. And so I would say, Rob, now I got together with my team and we created this proposal that is so specific to what you are looking to do. And you know, I'm making this up, of course, but make it specific. Show them that you put time and effort into the meeting already. Tell them how you're excited to, to meet with them and what that does it's the you know Robert Cialdini law of reciprocity. If people know that you're giving them time and effort and you already put the work in, it will make it hard for them to be like, you know what, forget your time and effort. I'm going to cancel, you know, cancel this meeting. So that's how you can go from 56% to 72%. Boom. That's that's it right there. That that is because you know what at the end of the day, it's because you care. You're showing the person that third part that you care. You yeah. have value, you care, your team cares, the company cares about them, their business and their decision they're making because these are important decisions, financial decision, you know, and at the end of the day, it's, you show the other side that you care, it increases your chances of conversion dramatically. Mm -hmm. Be being a human, and that's, um, you know, I don't know if you, if you want to get into the 82% response rate, yeah, because because you like stats, you know yeah. how to get an eighty-two percent response rate of cold emails. We can we can hit that too. Yeah, well, I mean, you let's go to the email because I think email is a today everybody a standard is email communication. You know, people do prospecting, sales. So on emails, like how effective is email today? Which is a big question that I have too. Is like how effective is email, and how can we communicate it? How can we um, quantify the email communication to the point with with using a human connection? Um, so what, what was the specific, how effective is, is yeah, how, email or how, how effective is it today? And then mm -hmm. come to the fact of the conversion rate, let me get to your data. How, let's put those two together. Yeah. Well, I mean, conversion rates in general are, are plummeting as we were talking about in the beginning, you know, the, the more digital noise that there is, the, the harder it is to stand out, even if you have a valid reason to reach out to someone. 
when when someone can't instantly decipher whether or not your message is personal, you by a, a large magnitude decreased your chances, you know, of of really connecting with them. And when you just use text, it doesn't convey that. Now, if you just use video too, it's hard to give you an exact stat here um, because even video isn't the differentiator. Sending a video message isn't necessarily, like, like it might a little bit these days, but isn't necessarily gonna make you stand out. Just because you sent someone a video doesn't mean they're gonna play it. Yeah. Every video you send someone trains them on whether or not they should open and play your next video. Every message you send someone trains someone whether they should open and or delete your next message. Uh, every email you know you send trains someone. And so someone could be using video and if they're not doing something in that video to convey that it's a personal message to break through that noise, video still isn't going to work for them. And so video isn't going to get them the increase that they're looking for in connection rates. Video is not gonna help you get your email opened at all. Not necessarily true. There's a slight increase if you add the word video, personal video into your subject line. I might not be exactly correct on this one. I think it's 17% off the top of my head. It's, it's close, either 19 or 17%. If you add the word video, personal video in the subject line to increase your open rates, it's a study that we did years ago. Um, so that could help you again a little bit, but even if in general, video is not gonna help you get your email open, in general, video won't help you get your, just having a video won't increase the chances of them connecting with you anymore. It's what you do with that video. It's the expression that you have on, the, on your face when they open it up and they see it. It's what you did for the personalization, whether you're holding up a whiteboard to someone or you're doing a screen share. And one thing that we teach all the time is bring up the person's LinkedIn profile on your screen. So when they open up your email, they see themselves. I, a lot of times will write down quotes that that person has said, or talk about a marketing piece that their company has created, or go over an award that their company has won and write it on the whiteboard. Congrats on, on being the top 100 companies in California or you know, whatever it may be. And that is what generates the open rate. That's what generates the play rate, the connect, not the open rate, the play rate and the connection. It's that personalization, which actually video is just the method to get to the personalization, to break through the noise. It it isn't going to just do it for you. That, I don't know if I went around that. I like exactly how you put that. Um, not a certain note you, you said, because at the end of the days, um, things like, can I just get example, use BombBomb's platform and just create a video and just, uh, compose an email and put a video and send it out. Am I a conversion rate? You hit the nail on the head? No. It's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. You have to write something about it. Personal, I just said, personalization. Thoughtful, being thoughtful and caring message to the other side. Of course, the video will increase it because, you know, you guys have a look, which is great about Bomb Bomb. There's a little gif, like the two, three seconds. Is How many seconds? You have the one, two seconds of the initiation of the video three seconds right mm -hmm. and that video of their names there or something they recognize immediately if that shows they're gonna go it gets some inquisitive like they want to i want to see more what do you mean how does this person have my name here i want to click here and play but with the message that's really what i'll quantify to get a response and that end because i played with it myself i've done the testing to play with it 
people just don't want it. Don't think you can drop into someone's DM or somewhere with a video and someone's just going to watch it and connect. You have to do the work on the person. At the end of the day, we have to care about the other person. Like, Stephen, like if I contacted you, I contacted you because I cared and I want, and I ran into, started with a book. You know, mm -hmm. these are things that we saw, you know, and we personal. connected. Personal, right? Mm -hmm. Wrote the book. It changed for me. It changed my staff. I bought it. I gave this book to my staff to understand during the pandemic how they need to get out. You know, everybody needs to be a better version of themselves and evolve daily. And it's hard when everybody's used to behind behind the desk with a phone and they're not used to putting themselves on camera. Um, so going back to that is, yeah, is the value of do the research. Take the five minutes it might take. If you really want to increase your conversion rate, as I said, video is not going to change it. Video will help be a component to help increase that conversion rate. Correct? Yeah. I think a good way to think about yeah. it is if you're if you're basing your messages on a scale of one to five, mm -hmm. this is called a message, okay. whether it has video or text or how whatever it's comprised of. You with one being not very likely to connect or not very good and five being really good. All video does is give you the scale to go from one to nine or one to 10 or one to 11, because you can only get so far with a text-based message in conveying emotion tone and showing who you are as a person and building that, that trust. You have a ceiling, you have a limit. Now, if you take the same crappy message that like, let's say you were just sending out, it's a, it's just a marketing message, it's a pitch, you know, and, and the person didn't request the pitch and it's cold. And so we would rank that a number two. And then instead you took that same type of pitch, the same verbiage, and you just made it into a video. It's still going to be a two on that scale. It's not going to get any better because you put it in a video because it was still not requested. It's still a bad message. You still don't have the right, um, the right thrust or, you know, or opening lead foot. But if you had the best message in the world and it was number five and it was text-based and then you sent it via video and you personalized it, you know, with the whiteboard and you added your energy and your passion and they could see and hear you. Now you can have a message that's a nine or a message that's a 10. That's that much more impactful. I, I can't agree. Yeah, that's everybody. Listen, that's these are the pointers of um, really coming from a professional who's this is his business and the data that you guys have. You can see really psychologically with the with the proven results of how it changes and where it can thrust you from doing certain components of using it. One thing is not going to help. A video is not going to change your life, change yeah. your, your your sales. Your, your you're not going to your goals just because you switched to video, but it's how you use the video in your marketing, in your prospecting, uh, and curating it to your yourself. And the yeah, yeah, right. It's it's uh, another thing I really like about it is it makes you people feel vulnerability when they put themselves out there on video. And when you feel that vulnerability, it also causes you to second guess the type of messaging that you're sending out because now you are intrinsically linked to your message. And it's easier to type up a message and to take a thousand contacts and hit send and blast it out because you don't get to see, you're not tied personally into that message. And when 95% of those people don't respond or 98% of those people, it's like, oh, well, it doesn't, doesn't make a difference. You know, I, I sent out that blast message and I blasted everybody with a marketing pitch. But when you're tied, when you send out a message, if you're a sales rep or if you're a BDR or SDR and you're sending out a message and you're doing it in video, 
Now it's you that you're delivering and you think twice about how you're gonna deliver that message. You would never walk around with an iPad and walk down the street and if I didn't know you, Rob, and you're walking the other way, I would never walk up and be like, watch this video about my product. You would never do that in real life. And if you think about the things that you would and wouldn't do in real life, that can help you dictate how you should communicate through video. Because what I might do if you're walking down the street and you're walking your, your dog or something, or, or you got out of your car, I could easily walk up to you and I could say, that is an awesome dog. What kind of dog is that? And, and you would say, oh yeah. And we would start a conversation. In real life, that's how it works. In real life, you don't do this and you shouldn't do that in your LinkedIn messages. You shouldn't do that in your email messages. You know, there's a time and place for mass mailings and it's if the context is right. Uh, but in general, a more human-centered approach and thinking about the feelings of the person on the other end and how to connect um, with that person on the other end because the listener might be thinking, well, how am I gonna ask them about their dog or their car? on a LinkedIn message. How does that how does that work out? And there's strategies with video that you can do to get that first response similar to that of what I was talking about face to face walking down the street. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I 100 percent agree. So right now let's 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 switch to current current pandemic age. It comes to the time of the pandemic, the last eight months we've been in this on uh, nine months. Um really what has changed? That's what I was saying from the bomb bomb side. What have you seen? Is there still, I mean, I know it just in an overnight business just went up. I think yeah. at the end of the days, they're still slow to change. There's, I just say, is this the year or this is the year? We always like how very optimistic, but there still takes time. It takes education. It takes awareness, right? So through you yourself as being the CMO, what's really what you put out? What's the kind of content and information or speaking events or virtual speaking events you're doing to build the awareness? Um, and, and you'd be surprised to, to go back to your first comment. Yes, we, we did blow up, but not as much as you would think. And it's funny. And the reason why I know this is we just did an external survey. And the external survey it was for thousands of, of VPs and directors from SaaS companies, manufacturers, et cetera. And it was evaluating their tech stack. And I'm looking at this graph. I just looked at it yesterday and I went through this graph and it was like, this is the amount of people that use Zoom. This is the amount of people who use WebEx. This is the amount of people that use uh, like Google Hangouts. Yeah. And the bars were like all the way across the page, right? Like the bars were filled. And then down here on the bottom, if you went down all, you know, the, the tech stack, then you had the, the bomb bombs, the vidyards, the looms, all, you know, video messaging, right? Those are video messaging services. And you could add up all the messaging services and it didn't equal the synchronous video services, the, the worst synchronous video service. So even though, yes, our, you know, our business you know, has grown a lot, mm -hmm. it's there's, there is so much blue ocean there and the adoption isn't, isn't quite, isn't quite there yet. So um, I know that was the first part of your question. What was the second Oh no! The second part, my second part is really how how has it transitioned and to where you are today? I mean, for the data from from where you are from present to start. So now you explained. Uh, okay, you still is a, you guys are a very small piece of the pie. Yeah. But really, when you're speaking, building awareness, like let's go to this. What's the demographic right now of the industries that Bomb Bomb is? Um, 
you know, this is more, this was an intentional plague. Okay. I don't know if this, if this speaks uh, more broadly, because I know our other competitors go, you know, have went after different demographics. Uh, but for us to start, we focused on, on what we call VSB, you know, very small businesses. And that is your, like your solopreneurs, your okay. real estate, insurance, financial services, folks, mortgage folks. Um, and we've seen massive, massive success, people that wear all the different hats. But over the past two years and the growth that we've seen, especially the growth through COVID, you know, now we're, we're closing totally different types of deals, large, large worldwide, you know, known companies with, you know, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of employees are starting to adopt, you know, video. Um, the, the difference it's such a variety when you look at the leads that come in on a monthly basis and the people filling out the forms and that are getting free trials, it ranges everywhere from like Apple. We got Apple as a bunch of leads coming in to, to Cox automotive to it's like such a, a wide range of people. And it's basically, you know, anyone that, that is using or needs a messaging tool that uses text-based messaging could benefit from a video message used in the right place. And so I don't think there's, there's a clear answer in, in which industry uh, or vertical is growing the fastest right now, because they, they do seem to be, be growing all relatively evenly from my perspective. Yeah, I, mean, I remember we chatted. You said um, you were doing a seminar or a virtual seminar uh, for Cisco, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah you tomorrow. Do, oh, oh, you do that tomorrow. So it hasn't been, oh, yeah, to like 500 people, right? Six sales, like sales, I think, an external facing uh, team member because they have thousands of people. So, yeah, that is, you know, the tech sector of building. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, I think, everybody as it, it is, is, trying to build awareness and understand platforms of how they can connect more to get more opportunity. And the biggest companies, or even though you say the small preneurs, one or two small business owners, everybody's feeling it at a different scale, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, thanks for bringing that. It's a, yeah. it's a great juxtaposition, like the companies like a Cisco compared to, you know, the mom and pop, you know, real estate person. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's really relative that, yeah, we all doing the same thing and trying to connect and try to increase our customer experience, as you would think, potential or current customer experience. Because at the end of the day, it's not just trying to get more uh, more prospects. It's also giving the experience to existing customers. Don't forget about those as well, right? To give them a better experience that they they you become a referral that, hey, Go to this guy. There might be a lot of buyers, you know, whoever in the industry, like we have a lot of buyers in the, these factories that have hundreds of buyers and like, oh, hey, you know what? Check out, you know, check out Rob. He sent me this video. They're doing great service. You know, check this out. And that person, oh, I want, you know, this is the, the experience is one thing is too. And the, the, you know, that's the best referral you can have is a, someone who experienced it, right? Yeah, I, I love that, Rob. And, and yeah. you know, we talked a lot about personalizing everything and someone might be listening to this podcast and thinking, well, God, I'm not going to send out personal videos. That it seems like a lot of work. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of effort. But speaking of the, your current customers, there are things that you can do with video messaging that will save you a massive amount of time as well. And one example would be um, you take all the questions that you get from your current customers or even or future customers, you know, potential customers, 
uh, and you, you, you jot down the top 20 questions that you get and you record what's deemed to be a more personal response, not the marketing response to that question. But if someone always asks, asks about what's the next step in the buying process, you record a video right at your desk with your laptop camera, you know, simple, you know, not, you know, not fancy. There's a shiny authenticity inversion. The shinier it is, the less authentic it feels. And so I would write down the list of the 20 questions. I would take that first question, next step in the buying process. And I would say, hit the record button, right in my bomb bomb or whatever app that, you know, that you're using and say, that's a great question. So the next step in the buying process looks like this one, two, three. If you have any more questions, please reach out. And I would hit stop. And then in whatever system you're using, you know, bomb bomb allows you to sort and aggregate and search. And now you have 20 personal responses that are pre-recorded. And I didn't say anybody's name. I just said, that's a great question. And this can help you with your customers or, or potential customers when they ask that question that you know is going to come. Now you have your library, you just click, you hit the send button and send it out. And because the context is right, the key is the context. They asked that question. You responded in a natural tone without a lot of glitz, glam and polish. They're gonna think that you responded personally to them, which it is a personal response because they asked that direct question. Um, but it was pre-recorded. And so having that library are, are the people that are using BombBomb, they love to have that library. The more they use it, the bigger that library gets. And then the more time that they can save sending out those evergreen videos. Jeez, I love that. I didn't even, you know what? I, I learned something, dude. I, I learned, I, I got to do that. I'm like, that's <laughs> great. That's fantastic. I can tell myself, because right now I'm in the process of, you know, getting everybody comfortable camera, just getting, doing virtual calls was the first part. Now it's just creating a little, you know, engagement. But in the day, it's like, we, I'm like, we have to connect and give the experience. So I told them like, you know what, let's first start with the current customers. Let's not go to new people. So you're a little more comfortable. And then they, you want to build the confidence and comfortness that they have. Let's start with that. And then let's this baby step to this, because it can't go from zero to a hundred. It doesn't happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sending those. And I, I love that tip. And that's that's what we teach. Send it to people that you already know. Get comfortable with video. Don't watch those videos at first until you made the commitment that, yes, this is right for me and, and this is successful. Then send it to people that you don't know when you're honing your skill, you're getting better. But let's let's just face the facts. Do you think in two or three years, someone that's great on the cameras is going to be more effective as a salesperson or as a communicator than someone that isn't so great or doesn't take the time? It's a no brainer, right? It's only going that way. And so you got to start now and you got to start doing it now if you're not already. Yeah, because uh, psychologically, I think social media has changed our ways that everything's video. We, we, we take everything in by video. It's either by, I mean, the phone has changed our lives. Everything is a video snippet, 30 seconds, 15 seconds, yeah. one minute. And we're training ourselves for that. And a lot of people are just watching Netflix, everything's streaming. Everybody's just watching their, their screen time has dramatically increased. So you have to look at everybody's screen time. They don't actually don't like to re read as much, you know, text. They like to read to the points, but they don't want to read paragraphs. You know, sometimes it, that's, it's something that, okay, a video can do it in a little couple pointers and explain it. Or like myself, I had experience. I just refinanced my house and the, the mortgage professional that was helping me out used the software. They gave me the analytics of different 15, 20, 30 year, and he put it all on there. And then he gave me a three minute video, him personalizing the, the the and every question that I was going to answer him, so it like this, it was like I loved it, and that wasn't just like you're awesome. I'm like, wow, 
this is how it should be done. So now I am trying to take that into my process, how we do quotations. You set a quotation to somebody, put a little video message with them. Hey, this is what's going on. Some of the Q&A in there and personalize it for this large quotation that we're doing that they say, okay, this person cares. It's answering my question as a human. It's not just black and white anymore. There is more color to it. There's more thought. And just like the mortgage professional did, I loved it. I thought the experience was fantastic. First thing I did is I loved the video and I asked them about it because I'm like into, I'm curious. Yeah. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm just a curious person. I'm just curious. That's just me. But for that, I'm, then I start to relate that to my our business and to everything I do here. So it's really to see is what BombBomb has done is, is that's the platform. He, he provided a great customer experience for you. And, and customer experience is the last and greatest differentiator that we have. Every, you know, everyone's products, if you're selling a product, is becoming commoditized. Uh, there is very little difference between tools these days. And if there is a difference now, there won't be in six months. You know, so products are very similar to what people are, people are selling. Um, the only difference that you're going to have is the, is the person that comes behind the product and the service and the support. And just that one three minute video that, that your mortgage rep sent to you created that service yeah. and that support and that experience that makes you stay. Makes me stay. And also say, Hey, and my friends, check this out. This guy's good. I refer, I refer him because of the experience. And then, as I said, the number one thing is referral i mean if anybody can do is that's what you want and that's helps the influx of prospecting being a salesperson having that experience that i he 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 did everything he hit all he hit he checked off everything as the experience the process seamless i was happy that's you know that's end of the day i feel good about my decision that i made and that's how you know you build the confidence there yeah yeah so i mean that's it's it's just fantastic but Couple other things before we not time is running. I can't believe time is flying. A uh, couple other things I want to do. What is right now? What what is the future? I can before we get the little thing. What do you think? What's the future of Bomb Bomb? Where are you guys seeing the going into twenty twenty one? The transition or the technology changing? What's what's in sight that you can share? The the future of video in in general is yeah. a better experience for more information for the sender and a better experience for the recipient because video isn't the end all be all right if someone's watching your video and it's two minutes that's two minutes of their time they're giving up a lot of their time so how can you make how can you blend the video experience with the ability to get at the information quickly with the ability at the ability to convey emotion and tone and blend the benefits and the 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 succinctness of text with the rich communication of video, and we have a lot of ideas on, on, on how we want to do that, but creating a better experience there and then providing the sender with more insight. The idea is how can we take face-to-face -face communication and emulate all the benefits of face-to-face -face communication digitally? When we talk face-to-face, -face, I know when to, in theory, I know when to shut up. I know when you're about to speak. You know, I know when to pause, same thing, because there's cues, right? No cues, you know, when, when you're doing, you know, messaging. So how can we provide cues to the sender that their message is on point, that something was interesting, you know, in that in that video, um, that you should follow up right now, or you, it's your time to speak again. Um, and so that's, 
those are some of the enhancements that I see in the future. People always want me to say like VR and things like that. And I can't think of a, you know, of a reason why like VR or hologram or a three-dimensional person makes communication better. You know, like the Star Wars, Obi-Wan, you're my only, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're my only hope. I, I can't see how that makes it better yet, but I can see a lot of improvements um, with some of the shortcomings of using video to, to communicate. Like, I hate it when someone sends me a six minute video and there's something important somewhere in that video that I need to scrub through and find. And I do it. And it's important that they sent me a six minute video because it could have been a complex topic. But as a user, that doesn't provide the best experience for me. Those are the types of things that we're going to solve in the short term. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. Um, I, I agree because it's funny you say that. It's the the wow factor of the hologram or VR and something. Yeah, it's cool. But I mean, it wears off really fast. because the gimmick. It's the gimmick. At the end of the day, it's the messaging. Um, and I guess it's a six-minute video, um, I, which I've learned. I, I've been reading and learning. I'm like, let's just get the message across in the beginning. Hit the points. And if you want to add all the fluff, add it at the end because the person also is time is valuable, correct? It's great. That's a great tip, Rob. Yeah, every everybody's time is valuable. Just like you said, that they might have thirty seconds of value. One minute they can spend on well, a six minute video. Like hit the points of that. If they're really interested, they'll keep listening. It's like this is what happened. I know this is the, the number one two questions or things you want to know, and then you can go on from there. So these are little things that I think with experience and and um, I'm, as I said, nerding out and studying it, figuring out how the human behavior works and how we work. Um, it's that's really fascinating to me. So that's why talking to yourself, learning from an expert, really, you know. It, that curiosity is always calling. It's like, how is it working? How is a company like this doing it? You know, what's going on? How's the competition? So one of the final, last final questions I have for you is what is, I mean, from, I mean, actually we kind of hit the topic a little bit, but what is it the number one thing that you hear from your clients today? What were the challenges they're facing? And in, in, in what aspect? Um, is touching people. In the aspect of getting conversion, increasing conversion rate. What I mean, because they come to the okay, we want to use your software, like example, like Cisco. What can you can you share what some of the chat work something yeah. you're doing for them? Yeah, it's it, and usually it stems from getting a, attention. You know, a, a, attention is the currency of sales, uh, as long as it has the underpinnings of trust. And so if you don't have attention. You're not going to make any sales. And so that goes back to the very first thing that we talked about, digital pollution and the amount of digital noise, digital mess that's out there. It's so hard to get attention these days. People are do anything to get attention, no matter what platform that they're on. That's why I see all the you know crazy commercials and things like people just going out there to, to get attention. And you know, one way to get attention is to give attention. You know, if you're trying to get attention. You give attention, you show them that you hear them, you see them, you understand them. We talked about it earlier, you repeat some of their words back to them. You show that you understand their business or their goals or what they're trying to do. Uh, you know, I follow up with my um, the people that I listen to on podcasts, I'll send them videos and they don't know who I am. And I send them a video and I say, thank you so much. Here are the three things I learned from the podcast. Here's how I'm going to use it. And I have an 82% response rate from CEOs, VPs, founders of companies. And all I did was give them attention. If you want attention, you got to give it first. You got to make that deposit before you do the withdrawal. 
And now I have a conversation started. So now if I want some attention back, I made some deposits talking about them and building that goodwill. And now I can sell my product if I want to, you know, I, he nailed it right there. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for that. Is there, is there going to be a part two? Are you guys working on a little, a little part two edition of you humanize your business? Do you think? Already in the works. Oh, we have another wow. interview tomorrow. Uh, I'll give you, no one has heard this before, um, but it's going to be a, uh, it's a, it's a team effort. And we have a lot of people working on this book in all different industries from sales trainers to a gentleman that's got patents on facial decoding. Wow. So we can really dive deep into the psychology of, of video. Who's also a nine time author himself. We have most of the people on this book are also already best-selling authors, and we're putting together something that we think is going to be the most comprehensive look. It's going to it's going to take a while. We're doing all the interviews and everything right now, so probably not till the summer of 2021 for the actual book in hand release. But we'll be promoting it in the spring, um, and I think it's going to be the most comprehensive look from a variety of different angles on how to use video to communicate well, not just asynchronous video, not just video messaging, uh, but but how video can help you in all aspects from video and social, video on Zoom, video on WebEx, and asynchronous video. How do you create the best communicative videos possible? I am so excited. I cannot, you know, that, that's for me, it's like I, I can nerd out. Wow, I'm so excited for that. You know, it's, it's I think a collaboration of bringing other experts in similar or different fields that they feel and bringing it all together, scientists, data analysts and all this and putting this together and authors, I think it's, that really brings the value of, you know, it's bringing awareness to the out there. And that's one thing is that I love like yourself, yourself and Ethan, you guys didn't have to put this together right or do anything. You guys didn't have to, but it's just sharing thoughtfulness, curiosity, and sharing to the world really what's happening, where we're going. And I really thank you for that. You know, I thank you for what you guys are doing. I thank you, uh, you and Ethan, also Bomb Bomb, and what you guys do with the company and the mission going forward. Um, as I said, that sometimes you know a lot of people don't get praised, but you know that for myself and a lot of others who probably read your book, it's. It's uh, it, it 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 it's changing. It changes us, and it's in a perfect time. I can't. You guys didn't realize what we're going to be in, but I think in 2019 when this came out, you had no idea going into 2020 that how this would be magnified a hundred times. You know, you had no one knew the unknown, and who knows what happens in 2021, 2022. So, it's just sometimes we just do it, and um, and things hit, and it did. And I'm, I'm so happy. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for thank you for what you guys have done, what you're doing. Any last messages for anybody out there? Any quotes or mantras you have that you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you being a fan of Bomb Bomb, the book, and and just inviting me for this opportunity to speak with you. the 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 mantra I'll leave you with is our marketing team's mantra, and I've believed in this for years and i love seeing this in action and i think your eloquent summary of of uh of this in the book that you just gave there you know didn't have to do this you know we didn't make any money from the book we always invested the money that we made right back into getting it in the hands of, of more people and our marketing mantra is be a value and abundance will follow and that's what we believe and i think that's what we teach. I hope that's what we teach. I hope that's what you learn in the book. If you can be a value to someone, abundance will follow no matter what your definition of abundance is. Wow. I love it. I love it. 
Thank you so much, Stephen. As I leave off to my little mantra is everybody be smart, be thoughtful, be generous. And uh, thanks, Stephen. Have a great day. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Rob. See you. See you.